This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Clock Dodgers, what up? Check it, check it, check it. Really quick, you see the description. This is a fantasy football episode. This is a Scott Fishbowl episode where I brought some Clock Dodgers on, guys who are Clock Dodgers affiliated, Clock Dodgers family that are in the Scott Fishbowl, and we're gonna we're gonna just do a rundown on it. It's it's a it's a good league. Uh, it's for charity, and so it's it's fun. So we wanted to talk about it really quick. If you're listening after the tenth or the tenth and later, the draft has started for this league. If you're listening before then, you're hearing it before it happens. So. Um, Again, it was just fun to catch up with the guys about it. Clock Dodgers is repping hard in the Scott Fishbowl. We're going we're gonna to stunt. We're going to show out. You know it. But for anyone listening right now who's listening to this episode just because we're covering the Scott Fishbowl or just because we're covering fantasy football and you haven't heard of us before and you haven't listened before, I love. I would. I, I appreciate you for being here. I can't thank you enough for being here. We're all happy. The family's here, and we're happy that you're, you're, you're hanging out with us. What I would love for you to do is after this episode – if you enjoy it a lot and you think there's more value here for you, more content that comes, go back and listen to some old episodes. There is so many good guests on past episodes that I promise you the, 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 the content is still there. The value is still there. There's nothing that you know you can't listen to. Go back. Check those out. Even better, if you could subscribe to the podcast, it means the world to us. It means everything. It really does. So if you could just hit the subscribe button, it takes two seconds and it's free support. Just go to your app, your your podcast app right now. Literally, pull up the episode, pull up Clock Dodgers, and just hit subscribe. It's it's nothing. It's so 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 important to what we do here. So just hit that. If you really love us, like if you're really after the episode, you're like, man, this was fly. This was awesome. This was uh, insightful. This was fun. This was fun and different. It's not like every other episode you listen to. I promise you, Clock Dodgers is not like everything else you listen to. If so, hit, give us a review. We love five-star reviews. Those are our favorite. We all have our favorites, right? You know, you might like certain kinds of candy, certain flavors of soda, certain shirt companies. I mean, whatever it is, we love five-star reviews. If you could do that, it's amazing. It's amazing. If you if you don't, if you're not really feeling it, that's cool. We get it. Not everything's for everybody, you know? But subscribe if you're new, if you've never heard of us. It means the world to us. Keep listening. I promise you there's something for everybody this is a fantasy football episode but if you look back on the playlist there's all kinds of episodes there's all kinds of stuff actors actresses marketing people real estate agents um everything literally i can't even think right now there's so many but go back check some of those episodes out again the support the love it's amazing the family just keeps growing and when i say family i mean that this isn't just some podcast this isn't just some brand like you guys know that this is some family shit right here. So we love you for listening. Thank you. There's some stuff on the other end after the episode that I hope you guys hang around just so I could talk about with you guys really quick, but I don't want to hold you up anymore from the episode. So check it out. This episode has me, Jason, AKA two drink, Josh Crocker and Adam for a little bit. <laughs> Those guys are all in the episode. They're all in the Scott Fishbowl. 
They all have Clock Dodger affiliation, and they're all going to whip ass on it. Let's just be honest. I mean, let's be honest. The only people not listening to this who aren't in SFB are really just listening for you guys to shit on me a bunch. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot cope with them. Can't do it. All right, we have a full house today. Besides myself, we have three guests hanging out, three gentlemen who are Clock Dodger familiar. We're family here. We're all actually in the Scott Fishbowl. That's that's why we're here today. That's why it's, it's this unique guest setup we got here. First, we have Jason, aka Two Drink Minimum, if that's how you know him. Uh, he has the ninth pick, and he is in the Moana division. What's up, Jason? What's up, fellas? All uh, right, next to him, somewhere in the in this digital matrix or whatever you want to call it, we got Josh Crocker, and he has Hello. the first pick in the aerial division. Yeah. What's up, Josh? Hey, man, you you jumped you jumped out there pretty quick because you had the first pick. You're already anxious. <laughs> <laughs> Last but never least, never least, the fifth pick in the oh so fit in Cinderella division. We have Adam. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. So I'm happy to have all you guys on here. I think this may be the most people on a Cloud Dodgers podcast at one time. I think it is. Um, so I'm happy to have this this way. I'm excited about it. We'll see how it goes. We're actually this is this is a special Scott Fishbowl edition, like I said earlier, because we're all um, participants. Humbly, fortunately, we've all made it uh, in the Scott Fishbowl, so we're all happy about that. And so we're just going to talk about it. We're going to explain what it is, kind of some of our ideas about it, how we feel about it, concerns, things we feel good about, whatever. So we'll open it up with Adam explaining the rules to this unique league because that's kind of what makes it special, the size of it, um, the the special way that Scott Fish has set it up. Um, So Adam, kind of take us down that path a little bit and explain to us why this league is, is very cool to be a part of. All right, so this is the seventh annual Scott Fishbowl, and we're at our largest ever. We are going to be having 720 participants this year, which is just insane. That's 60 different 12-team leagues all vying for the ultimate Scott Fishbowl trophy, if, uh, if there is a trophy. Title, whatever. Nonetheless, guys, what makes this, you know, so unique is that it's this giant tournament that combines both fans and analysts all together into one giant league. And this year we're going to be having over 480 different analysts, over 120 different fans. And then the last 120 is a mixture that Scott kind of threw together. So it would be insane to have that many people competing all for one title. But what really makes this interesting is the unique format that Scott continues to revamp each and every year. And this year, it's crazier than ever. Um, Basically, the roster requirements that we're looking at are pretty similar to what they were last year. Uh, This is a super flex league, so you're required to start one quarterback with an optional second. And then it's a standard, basically, two running back, three wide receiver, and one tight end league with three additional flexes that can be running back, wide receiver, or tight end. So that's not too uncommon. These are type of formats that we've seen before. But what's really unique this year is the scoring. 
the thing that Scott did this year that is just basically something you don't see in any other league is there is basically a standard scoring format. So your standard 0.1 point for every yard rushing and receiving. Uh, But the caveat this year is instead of any point per reception scoring, it is a point per first down. So each rushing and receiving first down is going to be worth one point. And then ultimately touchdowns for rushing and receiving are only going to be worth five points. They'll be brought up to six points with the additional first down that's accumulated by scoring a touchdown. And then what's unique for tight ends in this format is to kind of even out the playing field, Scott's giving an additional point and a half per first down for tight ends. So each first down for a tight end is going to be worth a total of two and a half points. And for quarterbacks, there's no first down scoring. Quarterbacks have a pretty standard scoring format for passing touchdowns. We're going to be doing a six point per passing touchdown format. And then the passing yard is 0.04 or basically one point for every 20 passing yards. So lots to discuss here, guys. Uh, Basically, I'm interested to hear everybody's thoughts on this, but really a unique format that I'm sure none of us have ever touched before. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, appreciate you explaining that, man. You explained it better than any of us would have done. Um, so the, <laughs> the, the important part about it that you basically highlighted here was the size of the league and then the way the scoring and rosters and all that kind of go. And for all of us, we've all played in many kinds of leagues, right? And um, it seems like as the longer we play fantasy football, the more crazier we want it to get, the more different or interesting we're chasing these different kinds of uh highs if you want to call them as far as the way these things are set up um you know we know john bosch sets up really cool like the eliminator leagues and everything that he started um and so there's a lot of you know fun things happening but that's what makes this league really special is the people that are in it um the amount of people that could be in it and then this unique scoring um adam you were in it last year i was in it last year um josh and jason neither one of you were in it last year is that right that's right okay correct I did a satellite, but not the real thing. And that's why you're here, right? Because you won the satellite? That's right. You know it. That's what's up right there, man. I so, did not win my satellite. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still here, so it's okay. Right. So before we go on to any other stuff, like for for you guys, since it's like your first time, I guess we'll start with Josh and then Jason. Like, How, how do you feel about being in this, man? Like, like what, what kind of feelings do you have towards this? How, how are you approaching this? I, I couldn't be more excited about it, man. I, it, it's just like kind of the biggest thing in fantasy football, in my opinion. And it, it's, it, I, I couldn't be more excited. I, I don't know what else to say. About yeah. It. It's like an exciting way to like test yourself, right? Again, yeah. Against all these people. Yeah. I, all the best, you know, all the best, the biggest names are in this. It's going to be really interesting to see, see who comes out. I know last year it was Raymond Summerlin and, you know, it seems like he, he definitely was due. For, for that type of a, a win, recognition. Right. So, it, yeah, it, it's a big deal in my opinion. Gotcha. And Jason, how do you feel, man? You, I mean, you come off the satellite win. How do you feel now? Do you feel like that puts more pressure on you, man? Do you feel like, damn, I got to prove myself again now? Um, I don't know about pressure. I'm just stoked to get through the madness as well. That was last year, and that helps me absolutely zero this year. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I know. It's not, yeah, even like, it's not even like you could say, oh, well, I had a, you know, a test because it's all different again now. So it's like, you know. Yeah, last year means absolutely nothing for this year. So I'm stoked I was able to get through it last year. And some of the people, you know, just 
part of the Scott Fishbowl, meeting some of the people in that league or, you know, in your division, uh, definitely create some new, you know, some new contacts and just find some really cool people out there that you probably didn't beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I, I, I think that's going to be something that'll be cool about SFB eight is with fantasy cares. The, uh, the satellite entry seems like it's kind of ramping up and I feel like those people really have the most merit for an entry into, into something like this. So I think Jason's downplaying the, how much it matters to be in on a satellite with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That means something. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the big part of it that we forgot to mention kind of early on here is the fancy carriage part that you just said, Josh. Like, obviously, that's what the whole goal of this is. Um, besides, you know, playing in this cool league and with all these awesome people, it's the fancy cares aspect, which is the charity side of it um, that Scott handles. Um, Adam, la- last season, man, you didn't make the playoffs, did you? No, but that was I cold, was man. in the top 10 in scoring after the first two weeks, so I hold on to that dearly. <laughs> <laughs> you were, man. I remember when that happened, and I was like, oh, I hope that I hope that you know remains that way, Adam. And then, <laughs> <laughs> That was fun, though. It was fun, man. Last year I made the playoffs. I don't know how, but I did. Um, and then I got knocked out. So it really doesn't matter because I didn't win. So um, it, it's going to be fun to see it. And I'm happy that all of us are in it. You know, it's a lot more people that I know. And, and this year, I just feel like I know people better from being in it last year and stuff. So it's going to be fun. Um, is there anything, I guess, Adam, I'll start with you, Adam. Is there anything that from all like the research that you've done and kind of the prepping for this, is there anything that's like surprised you so far as far as the players and this scoring specifically? Uh, I mean, it's a typical Scott Fish league, and that wide receiver basically is the new kicker. Like, it, they, they're so devalued in this format. It's just, it's shocking. Um, last year, they're basically, the, the devaluation of wide receiver was pretty extreme um, to the point that Travis Kelsey, the highest scoring tight end in this format, outscored Mike Evans, who is the highest scoring wide receiver in this format. Um, so it definitely, yeah, it definitely is different than your typical league. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it really, really, really devalues wide receiver. Uh, and I think that it's going to be interesting to see how drafts play out with that. If people are really paying attention to how much that, that is the case. Right. I know, I know I did a, a mock and I had a guy in my mock take Antonio and Julio and one and two. And he was thrilled to get those guys, but I just don't think that it fits the format. So I think we'll see people like that in, in the real thing. Yeah, we, we definitely will. And it's like, for me last year, like I, I tried to just be different, I guess, and go, you know, left when everyone went right. I took two QBs like fairly early. I think it might have been my first two picks even. And so I just tried to like do something different than everybody else. And it seemed to work at least till where I got to, but um I think I'm going to kind of go for that same thing again to try to do something different than most people are doing at least. But um, with with the two wide receivers, like you said, that's interesting. And, and I like it, though, because people – I like people who are going to stick to their thing. Whether they think it's going to work or not, I, they, obviously they have their own logic, I assume, to do that, you would think, right? I mean, you wouldn't just do that not knowing the way this works, would you, you think? <laughs> I, I think people are definitely going to stick to their own thing, like you said. I Like there is SFB ADP, and I think it means almost nothing. When, when right. we get into each and every one of these drafts, it's going to be so much different from division to division. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I'm curious. I, I wonder. I wonder how much to you guys 
like division matters like jason jason for instance are, are you looking at your division and like looking at who you're with and like seeing what they do typically or what their uh, reputation is to do or do you not really care what they're doing um i i definitely care or or, or at least have been looking at it i mean uh, one of the cool things about it is you get everybody's you know twitter handle they're at least on there so with the the so-called analyst or you know the guys that are that are under that tag to to go and find them and all right, well, yeah, I wasn't following this guy, and he's really into, you know, running backs or quarterbacks or whatever. This is the the articles he's been putting out, and I get to see some of that stuff. So, I mean, it'll definitely be be in my mind when they're up, but this thing's so crazy. I don't I don't think anybody's really going to follow, you know, maybe what their norm is or, yeah, you know, everybody's digging. Yeah. I, know, I, I think there will be people who just absolutely treat this like a normal draft, yeah. and they just go at it and say, Great, Antonio Brown's there at, at 108. I'm taking it. Right, I think you're right. I think you're right with that. It's going to be interesting. I hope I got a couple of those in mind. <laughs> in the SFB ADP, Antonio Brown, and I, I feel like I'm kind of maybe over over. They're going at pick like eight, nine in the first round. I, yeah, I think there are going to be those people that just don't really adjust their strategy. I agree, Adam. Because you know you started off hot last year, and then you and then you fell down a little bit. Um, and now we're talking about people's strategies and how they're going to approach it. I obviously, I assume you're going to take a different approach than last year because it only makes sense. But um, do do you already know what you're going to do, or are you going to like let this thing come to you, or are you like betting on a certain way to go, or what? Well, I mean, first and foremost, if you look at any of the ADP from these mocks, it's pretty insane after the first three. I mean, we've got, <laughs> like any other standard draft at all this year, it feel like everybody's locked into these top three being DJ, uh, Bell, and Zeke. But after those three, it's it's insane. I mean, uh, Fantasy ADHD, Josh, has just done an amazing job bringing up the uh, ADP for this, and it's crazy to see the basically like the deviation that you'll see from pick four on. I mean, you're talking players going, you know, two rounds either direction. It's insane. Especially once you get into like the third, fourth and fifth rounds. I mean, everyone just values players completely differently. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see the chaos that's created from this. I mean, last year felt really chaotic. This year, I, I really think I have no idea what to expect. I mean, honestly, like you addressed at the beginning, I have pick five to start, which means that I have the 20th overall pick, and I've kind of mapped out like who I think my top 20 are, so like who I ideally hope to be getting back to me. And I have no idea if you know 19 of those 20 are going to go ahead of me or if four of them are. Like It literally could be anywhere in that range because it's so insane how much this format just lends itself to people drafting in so many different ways right and, and speaking about your your spot on the draft are you happy with that pick that number you're at i really i'm not at all honestly like the top three picks to me seem pretty locked in um for for bell dj and zeke as we kind of already addressed but from then on i think it's pretty chaotic so i'd much rather be at a point where i got to see what some other people did first um i honestly think that for what i'm planning to do at five most people are going to consider it a reach but i'll be really interested to see across the other 60 drafts how much 
there are these, you know, supposed reaches by people who are drafting in those four, five, six slots because, you know, you can't just go with the standard wide receivers that are going there in PPR drafts. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Jason are like eight and nine, so we're like around that same range. So we're probably going to go into this with pretty similar ideas, maybe, possibly. Although me and me and Jason don't seem to match up a lot anyway, but never. But we we never match up, uh, especially when it comes to trading. But thank God we don't got trade in this league. Um, Josh <laughs> Josh has number one though, man. Yeah, it, I mean it's great because I can do whatever I want, but it's also like there there's no value there. You're paying top <laughs> price for whoever you take. Yeah. Don't f that up. But Adam said yeah, he, right, Adam said he right. likes that spot though. Any other league, I would trade out. Any other league, you can usually get just you know a king's ransom for the one hundred and one. Yeah, I but agree. In, in the Scott Fishbowl, you gotta you gotta take it. I agree, man. I agree. It's gonna be interesting how that plays out. I mean, do you already know who you're gonna pick, Josh? And you don't gotta say it. But I'm just you saying, know what? You know? That, if yeah, you, you would have asked it. me this morning, yeah, you could. I would have said, <laughs> I would have said, Lev Le'Veon Bell. And right now, I'm I'm really considering Aaron Rodgers. I so oh wow, watch out. If, if okay, you don't want to screw up your early picks, right? You, your number one pick needs to not be a bust, right? And you, I can tell myself a story where you know Carson Palmer is washed up and David Johnson doesn't have a great year. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is under investigation, and the Cowboys probably played a little bit over their heads last year. And Le'Veon Bell could could do a number of things that that tank his season. So Aaron Rodgers seems like a safe play. I'm not mad. I'm not I, mad at I, that, I'm man. I mean, if that if that's what your yeah. gut's telling you, Adam and Jason, what do you guys think about that? Um, is that is that crazy to you, or are you kind of along a lot that line? Are you, do you see where he's coming from with that, Adam? You can start now. I want to hear Jason's idea of it too. I mean, Neil and I kind of talked a bit through you know, texting earlier today about this, but when you're playing in these contests that have 720 people, you have to be different. Like you have to be different. If your goal is ultimately to be the champion of the Scott fishbowl. And I do not think there are a lot of people who will take Aaron Rodgers first overall. So in that regard, being different, there is an advantage to that. Uh, Like I said, I mean, I think those three running backs are locked into one, two and three. But I do not knock it at all whatsoever. You got to be different. To, to win this thing, you have to have a different roster construction. There are going to be 60 other people drafting from the 101. And if you're doing the same thing as any of them, you're ultimately just going to tie them at the end of the day. So do, do something to be different. So if that's taking Aaron Rodgers, take Aaron Rodgers. You know, just just to defend my position a little bit, last year in SFB scoring, both Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees outscored David Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I know we're used to the, you know, quarterbacks score the most points, and that doesn't mean that we pick them first. We wait on QB usually. Right. But this this is super flex, and that the supply of good quarterbacks will be taxed and taxed and and drained so quickly it, it, yeah it, it changes what you would normally do i'm not mad at that man i'm not mad jason would you take a quarterback at nine at nine yeah uh yeah probably yeah depending on what's gone in front of me because i mean i want to have one 
within my first two picks more than likely. And chances are I'm going to have two, you know, no later than my fourth pick, depending on what's there. It's kind of my thinking here. Yeah. It's I, don't, I don't mind the Rodgers at one at all. I mean, like you said, you're, you're looking to, to win the whole thing. There's just a fine line between winning the whole thing and making it out of your division. Yeah, and and that's what I think is cool. Like you know, we're all we're all giving these different um, views on it. And what I, what I like about it is you really can't knock anybody's decision. I mean, unless it's something ridiculous, because it, it just can be so crazy with so many teams and and the the need to be different. I feel like it's so important, you know. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see how everyone starts doing it. And I, and I wonder, you know, if uh, Josh takes an Aaron Rodgers number one, like how that affects people behind him you know freaks because, everybody out. yeah because yeah. i assume most people don't expect that to happen so if that happens will people start freaking out and taking quarterbacks right away or will it not affect them and they'll be like eh, whatever like it's in, it's gonna be fun to see how that works because someone at number four may think they don't have a chance at those top three running backs or may not even want yeah. one of them so right. it's gonna be so fun to see how every and everybody's draft is gonna be so different that's the cool part you know yeah this will be fun to to come back to uh you know the four of us afterwards or yeah, whatever we definitely gotta make that happen yeah Definitely have to make that happen. Um, do you guys like? And anyone can speak up here. Do any of you have like a big concern, like that you're like, don't like, like a worst case scenario or something that you're like afraid to happen to you? Like, obviously, I don't mean losing, but I just mean as far as when you're drafting your team, is there like anything that you don't want to see happen before you that's gonna make you like go into panic mode and like f- go all out, all crazy on your plan? Because <laughs> I'm gonna well, see some I, shit. I'm, I'm gonna be like, oh on man. My yeah. yeah. That yeah, I I did that in a few drafts last year, and it it is not pretty. You said the QB two waiting on him. Yeah, especially if I end up with like a Jared Goff or something, I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> you know, it was funny because last year I heard uh, Scott Fish talking a lot about going for balance, and this year that that is not the case. This is all about just exposing people to points per first down. And the scoring is very unbalanced, which leads to runs. So that that's what I'm worried about, especially picking on the turn is just huge runs happening in between my picks. Right. Yeah, I think like my biggest concern is like last year when I when I played, I got I got lucky. You know, I hit on guys like Jay Ajayi and stuff like late um, when nobody yeah. was drafting them because you know when we did the draft, it was still you know around this time now. So. People weren't high on Ajayi at that time. Some people really liked him, and then some were just like, most people were just like, ah, eh, whatever. So I ended up getting guys like him, and they helped propel me. Um, so my concern is not getting a guy that, you know, I get late that, like, pops really good, you know? Because I feel like yeah, it's so the, key you got to do that, I think, to really go far. You're going to have to hit this year's DeMarco Murray and Jay Ajayi, and that's hard to do. Yeah, Ajayi was like, what, like a 10, 11, 12 round plus guy Yeah, I got year? him, like, super late. Yeah. It was at least mid draft or later, and I was like, hey, I felt yeah, great I about it. Pretty late. <laughs> I felt great about it. Tyree Kill, didn't you have Tyree Kill on last year's team? I think I did. I had some guys. That's man. another. Yeah. Had yeah. some guys. I had some guys that people, or at least you know, I felt good about, but you know, it was never a sure thing. So, again, man, that's what you got to kind of go for some home run guys, you know. You do. It's gonna be interesting to see how that works. Um, uh, as far as like. Do you, okay, so you you feel good about like the Aaron Rodgers thing? I feel like that's a good like gut call. Like you feel strong about him. You're not like if you if you pick him, you feel good about it. Is uh, Jason or Adam? Do you, you guys have players like that that you feel like like gut wise you feel pretty safe with? 
Yeah, I would, I would love to see a quarterback there, but I don't know that outside of Rodgers falling to nine that I'm ready to go on maybe Luck or Brady or one of those other guys. So I guess at that point, I'm looking for the, the highest level running back I, I can find. Okay, that, that, that makes sense. Shady or Freeman or something like that, you know. Yeah, slipping in line. And let me ask you this: so, so Adam earlier mentioned the the scoring, and he mentioned the tight ends and how they get a little bit of a bump. Um, to you guys, I mean, I don't know if you in, in the mocks if you care what what has happened or the ADPs, but where do you guys feel comfortable taking tight ends? Early, early. Uh yeah. I it's like I think Adam was the one that said that Travis Kels last year outscored all wide receivers. So I'm not sure exactly what those, you know, in those first three rounds, if I'm ready to mix in a tight end, but it's, it's close to there early. Yeah. I I mean, I got to assume some guys are going to take that risk and go tight ends early. Right. I mean, Gronk and Kelsey, like I can see first round. I don't think it's crazy. First, second round. I don't think that's crazy. Not at all. That, that, uh, that page that page that Adam was talking about from Fantasy ADHD has you know Gronk and Kelsey both both have been taken in the first round. Um, that being said, they go as wide as like picks thirty five for Gronk and up to fifty for Kelsey, fifty four for Kelsey. So you could go Gronk Kelsey and not even have to take them until like rounds three and what four five. But yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, Adam Adam sent me some stuff earlier from um, Lord Reeves, Rich, on Twitter. Uh-huh. And it yeah. Said, yeah, these, these are two tweets that he has sent me. It says, uh, in the full games in which he, uh, Gronk, I guess, uh, yeah, Gronk played with Brady, uh, Gronk scored 20.9, 33.7, 24.3, and 10.6 points in the Scott Fishbowl scoring. Um, that average points per game would have ranked fourth over the entire season for non-quarterbacks. So, he, you know, he says that he comes with, with a risk, but in a 700-player field, swing away. So it's like... Yeah, but last year was that, that tight end PPR bonus too, right? And so it wasn't just first downs. They were getting like two or two and a half per catch last year, reception, right? Uh, yeah, they were getting a, a per reception bonus, right? Yeah. But, I mean, they're getting a bonus in this one with the first downs, right? So... Yeah. You don't think that's big of, as big of a, a deal, though? I don't... I mean, I don't think it's going to be as much of a bump for them. But, yeah. I mean, somebody did take Gronk at two overall one of those mocks. So, somebody, you know, somebody's, somebody's on that same it. thought process. Yeah. Was that you in there, Prophet? Was that, no, was that you in that mock? I wasn't in no mocks, man. <laughs> you didn't find me in any mocks. If I did, I just I hid my name. I wouldn't go. Right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the, you know, the other thing Rusty. is I, I feel like people will, will sort of rush to take the, the big name wide receivers. And I don't know if the big name tight ends are going to get that same, just just brand name recognition. <laughs> right. So so where the big wide receivers are going to cost you, I, I think you can get basically the same thing from a tight end later. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a every time I look over. You know the 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 rules and the scoring and the rosters. Like I, I I can't help but like switch up every time, man. I can't lock in on anything. So I, I feel like it's just gonna come down to me, like for the first round at least, what comes to me, you know, and that's gonna yeah. kind of like dictate where I go from there. Like if a whole bunch of quarterbacks go first, I'm gonna be like, shit, I gotta go quarterback here or something probably, or I can go, you know, the opposite of everybody else here. You know, it's gonna really since I'm so far back, you know, in the middle there, I think it's gonna like really dictate depending on what goes before me, what kind of 
play me as far as the first round and how I feel about certain positions. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but then try to make that run going into the second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Freak everybody else out. Yeah. Take something early in that second and see if you can't get some other value to come back to you. It's so funny with especially um <clears throat> like I said, how the way, you know, everything switches up from year to year, you can't really get in a groove <laughs> with the Scott Fish scoring. So I, I, of course he does it on purpose and to kind of introduce people yeah. to different scoring. I've actually never played in a league with first down points. Has anyone ever played in that? No, no. I definitely haven't. Yeah. So that, that's a real monkey wrench to me. Like I've, I've never played in that before and I just don't know. I've never, I've never had to make it a focus or a priority or anything for me. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the real difference maker for me is trying to gauge that. Um, that's that's the big thing that's throwing me off. You guys are completely new to everything as far as this league, right? I mean, as far as this specific stuff, I'm sure you guys have had variations of this, some of these things, but um, it's just, man, I know it's for you guys, obviously, the whole new thing, but that's to me, that's the biggest. Is there is there anything bigger to you guys on the first downs in this in this league as far as what's different? Nope. It's it's very big. Like for for example, David Johnson. Uh, just just using fantasy pros projections, he he's projected to score 118 yardage points, and then he is expected to get an additional 70 points from first downs. That's so cool. yeah, yeah, well, and here's the thing: he catches a lot of passes, and he converts yeah. a lot of those passes for first downs. And then if you look at if you look at first or first downs for wide receivers. It's just it's a lot less, mm-hmm. you know. The those those running backs are going to rack up those first down points, and it's not quite what they're getting on yardage, but it's significant. I can't stop looking at these things and changing my plans every time. Every time I think <laughs> I got a, like an idea, like I'm really going to go for this guy if he's there, then I see it and I'm like, maybe not though. Like maybe this makes more sense. It's very um. That's 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 what really makes it so great, man. Are you guys excited? particularly specifically by anybody in your division like are you like really wanting to go against somebody in there i i i I didn't like i didn't choose my league right it's my division so i didn't like i wasn't i wasn't targeting anybody or any anything specifically but you know it seems like a pretty well-rounded group but i know some guys you see certain names and you're like oh i can't wait for that matchup i i I listen to dynasty tradecast every every week so i'm excited to see eric bertzloff in mine and then uh, Liz Loza is another name that I recognize in my division. So yeah, I'm excited to see how this how this goes, how it works out. Jason, don't don't try to run from this question. I'm not running from. We're it. putting a target on your turn. back. We're putting a target yeah. on your back, buddy. I mean, basically, outside of the other fans that are in my division, I I would say I at least know of all of them. Um, I mean, one of the writers for the fantasy footballers, Ryan Weiss. Uh, Roto expert Ian Riley, FF Couch Coach, Pro Football Focus, uh, Sleeper Wire, like holy crap! And then uh, to top it off, Mr. Scott Fish himself is in my division. So <laughs> oh, really? All, all I want to do is 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 beat Scott Fish. Maybe that's <laughs> me. He's the one that sets this up. But man, that that might go on the resume even for regular jobs. People are gonna be like, I don't even know what this is. I'm like, I don't care. That shit belongs on there, dude. Like I beat him. <laughs> That's his own game. That's hilarious. Listen, man, Scott Fish is going to hear this. He, I hope he's, so. He's willing I'm to tweet it right at him. Like I've heard him <laughs> saying that early on in some of the SFPs, he had some pretty terrible seasons. So yeah, he, he, yeah. 
I just I appreciate that, you know, that he's not just killing his own contest every week, every yeah, year. Yeah, and, and, and the thing with this league is like you're, uh, at least like what I noticed last year was there was a lot of good people that didn't do great. You know what I mean? Like it's just the way it is. Like you can't predict this thing. You can't plan for it like that. Every everyone has the same information you have, and you know it's just one of those things, man. Because there's so many people, and like I said, you know, being different than other people, like people just someone's gonna lose, you know, and it's like. It's hard, man. Like I've seen, I've seen really good people down there, and like I said, I, I made the playoffs. I don't know if it was just the part, of the fact that I went way different than everybody else and got lucky and hit on some guys, or or what it was. But I certainly seen names below me that I'm like, how did I get up here? Like this doesn't make sense right now. You know, it's like you're in leagues with crazy good people, you know, and then you see the the names and you're like, oh, this is gonna be a good matchup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, I'm in there with guys from Player Profile or um, Fantasy Authority. Um, fan tracks, Mandy Singleton. So there's some, there's good people in every division. You can't avoid it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's part of the fun though, is, you know, with all those people. And like you said, having the Twitter uh, accessibility to all them, being able to, you know, talk a little shit, have some fun. Um, I even seen guys setting up stuff. Um, I forget who it was, but saying they were going to like, uh, drop money into the fantasy cares for every loss they get or something. I seen people like really mixing it up and having some fun and within their leagues, even, you know what I mean? I think it's a couple divisions that are doing that now. Yeah. So there's some cool stuff to do. I'm definitely not dropping $10 on every loss. But, you know, some of you guys got it like that. I certainly do uh, not. We're only going to play, what, 16 games? That's that's not. Yeah, know. I know. <laughs> I don't plan on losing many. So, you know, I guess I can't. <clears throat> no, I'm joking. Uh, it'll be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Is there anything else that, like, you guys think we should really highlight on as far as um, – you know, whether it's strategies or, um, you know, the, the scoring or anything else that you feel like, you know, it, we'd be, we'd be wrong to miss on and not discuss. I don't know. I think, I think being different is important, but it's also like you, this isn't a, you know, one week DFS type of a deal. You have to still come out on top over, over the course of a season. Right. For sure. So it's it's interesting how how people will find ways to mix different with sustainable. Right. Uh, whoever finds that balance is is gonna do well. I'm telling you, man, you gotta be different. You gotta hit on some late players. But I feel like if you're not different, man, like it's just I don't know, man. I just think about you're gonna go into the end with all these people with the same teams. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the same and time, like you don't one want or two players different. That, yeah. That at the same time, at the same time, you don't want to be so different that you don't make it because you were trying to be different. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got to get yeah. there. You got to get there. And so that's why these guys are probably hitting on Brown and Julio first round, figuring they'll play it safe, get the guys that other people are letting go by, and then they'll take their risks later. That's a possibility, you know. Um, yeah. But I think last year I waited on running backs. Um, and this year, I don't think that's possible. And I don't know how I made it waiting on running backs last year. Um, I, I don't know how I made it that far. Um, but I definitely waited on them. I, I, I took them later than I and I didn't plan on it. And that's what I mean. Like, I went in with a, an idea of what I wanted to do. And then when it was my turn to pick, I just didn't go with it. <laughs> it's just not the way that it, <laughs> it's not the way that it unfo- unraveled to me. It just wasn't. So that was one of those things that I just didn't, um, you know, I, I I don't know. It was just weird the way it all played out. And this year, um, there's no points per carry or anything, right? Yeah, Nothing. right. Last yeah. year, that that was the thing that really really drove a lot of the the picks and the standings was that that quarter point per carry. Yeah. 
that's what helped me with guys like Ajayi and stuff was those points per carry. Um, which, yeah. which again, yeah. that I was new to last year, and now yeah. I prefer that in leagues. Um, I actually like that that idea. Just regular your regular home leagues or leagues that you're playing with people online, whatever. I actually like that that extra thing there. You know, that zero point two five or whatever per carry. Um, so for something like first downs, which I thought, you know, am I going to like this? Is it something that I'm going to want to do in other leagues? It just seems complicated, I think. But, you know, it might be something you, I end up liking after this too. You know, that, that's what was cool about a league like this is it does push you to try new things um, in your leagues if you're not used to playing in crazy leagues, you know? Yeah, we implemented that into, uh, what, a couple of dynasties. I think yeah. one of those, me and you were in the, the 0.25 carry. So I wonder if uh, – Next year or late this, you know, late, late this year, we add the uh, first down into, a, you know, a new dynasty or something like that to go on just to see. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. I am I never even thought about it. Like, it wasn't even anything that ever crossed my mind, like, to get points for first downs. <laughs> I don't know why. I'd be like, how the hell do you track that? <laughs> yeah. Why somebody else is doing that part? <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of the apps, like, that people use mostly, like, the ESPN and stuff, I don't think those even have that ability, so... No, um, that'll be something that if 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 uh, we want to use it, I guess you'll either be tracking it offline or the uh, the Scott Fishel will be a trendsetter again. So we'll see. Um, yeah, after last year, MFL added SFB scoring as an option. Yeah. so maybe that'll be another thing. There you go. Yeah, and my fantasy league. I don't know if it's just. I mean, like before, I got super into um, fantasy football Twitter and all these things. I really wasn't that familiar with it. How many people do you think are actually using that right now? Do you think besides diehard fantasy fans that regular, um, you know, the guys that just come around during the football season ever use that? I don't, I don't know. I, I would imagine that a lot of people hear about the SFB and want to play in a league right. like that. And it's the only and, way you and, could do it really. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and also I would say in in some of my dynasty leagues, like there there needs to be something to prop up running backs because it's just it's almost the consensus now to sort of piece together running back year to year and build around a core of wide receivers, and that that scoring it value it makes you value the running back position. Right. Yeah, you got to equal so, it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally agree, and um, yeah, I definitely hope that you know podcasts and and big. Uh, fantasy football or sports media site stuff keep pumping out um, content on my fantasy league and Scott Fishbowl and like like I said I, I can't stop mentioning the John Bosch Eliminator Leagues which I think are super cool um, it, they're so I, fun yeah I, I just wish more people knew about them because I feel like if you're not super into this stuff um, all year round you probably don't know about a lot of these things um, and then you're missing out I feel like you're missing out man because this stuff is fun <laughs> It's it's just a lot of fun, and I hate that people are just playing standard stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I hope there's maybe another round of those uh, fantasy eliminators. Like as we get closer to August, yeah, some I, of the more casual players are around, and maybe can jump in some and yeah. really raise some money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I keep seeing them pop up, so I think John's just out there seeking out quote unquote celebrities, <laughs> right? <laughs> that that people want to face. All you gotta do is find people people hate. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I want to be that." that. Is that why yours filled up so fast? Yeah, yeah, that's why ours filled up in record time. (laughs) If I should mention as well, record time number one because I'm not a celebrity. Everyone's like, "Fuck this guy!" Thinks he's everyone's like, "This guy thinks he's a celebrity." Now we really hate him. Yeah, Yeah. who is this guy? (laughs) I can beat this clown. (laughs) So yeah, you know, you know, certain ones will fill up quicker than others. Probably, you're a nice guy. You're a good guy. No one wants to beat you. So I don't know. (laughs) 
I don't know, man. Even for charity's sake, I'll let you, I'll let you guys think you have a chance for charity's sake. Um, Thanks, buddy. No problem. Of course, man. Well, what I want to do is, I mean, if you guys can't think of anything else specifically that we should touch on, because I, I really look forward to after the drafts and after all this, like getting back together, that's to me more exciting because it's going to be, obviously we don't want to give away too much right now because we have all these plans, but, um, and we don't know how it's going to unravel, but after the fact, when Josh has drafted his team, Adam, Jason, everyone's got our teams together. Um, I'm really interested to see how different we all, you know, w- went at this and how similar some of us may have went at this. Cause we don't know, man. Like even if we're on the same wavelength, we may not. We may approach this totally differently, um, especially depending on how our divisions draft. So I'm really more excited about the after more than right now. Before, <laughs> are you guys? Yeah, it'd be on cool that? to see like if I get somebody like in the third, but you got him in the fifth or something. Just right. How the draft works. We end up with similar players, but a totally different spot. Right. That's what I mean. It's like the this league really depends on who you're with, like who's in the draft with you, yeah. who you're drafting with. Like it can't be understated in my opinion because everyone thinks so different, you know, and you got certain guys that think a lot, you know, a certain way. And man, I just, I can't express that enough that who you draft with in your division, like changes everything. Like there are certain guys I remember last year. I can't remember who it was. I was in my league. Somebody was in my league, but I just felt like I, every time they picked, like I knew which, you know, which position they were going with just from, you know, the way they tweet, the way they talk on wherever they're at. Um, yeah. So that really, that really changes things. Um, so bef- um, so we, you guys have anything else? that you think we should touch on before we go into this thing and come back next time? No, I, I just, I think that's a good point. Like, especially the guys who are known for like a dynasty podcast, they're probably going to be picking youth. Cause that's just a hard thing to stop doing. They're going right. to pick rookies before everybody <laughs> else. And then like, you know, guys that are on redraft podcasts, they're going to be picking Danny Woodhead, and Jordy <laughs> Nelson and, Larry Fischero, and all those old guys. Yeah. 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 Right. It, you know it's gonna happen. It'll be fun to see how it unfolds. You gotta mix. It's hard it when you watch film on 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 the young guys for so long and then get out of that for sure. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Christian McCaffrey is still here in the seventh round. <laughs> what is happening? That won't happen. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the I best won't let thing. Him get that far. You, you won't let him get that far. Toy. Okay. okay. No way. I see that shiny toy. Listen, <laughs> Jason is gonna have so many rookies. It ain't even funny. I can tell you that now. Jason. I'd like to say that won't happen, but definitely late. I'm gonna start swinging for the fence. You're so in love with these. Look, it's it's nature of the beast, man. Like I said, I mean, I've spent I don't even know how many hours watching film on these guys. Like, yeah, I didn't do that for the guys in the NFL. So, like, I know they're good, but I haven't like watched every snap they took against you know X team or whatever. Yeah. Josh, do you lean towards rookies at all, man, or are you like, get away from me? Uh, you know, I really have enjoyed playing Dynasty over this last year, but I I'm, I think late in the draft, I'm just going to be looking for uh, secondary and even, you know, those third pieces on really good offenses because because of the first down component. Who Who's racking up first downs? It's good offenses. Yeah. So... We'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's all going to matter who you draft with. I'm telling you that they're going to dictate this thing, but Josh is going to dictate his from the jump. He's going to control this thing. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, Alex. Man, yeah. Oh Aaron my Rogers. God. I get David Johnson at two. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, oh man. Well, what I do want to do is because you guys know um, Fowler, no foul is like a staple of this show. I do want to like throw one at you each. Just because yes. I don't, I don't want to go an episode without doing it. So, 
Um, I just want to throw one at, one at both of you, uh, or you both can answer them, really. I guess it doesn't really matter, but um, we did lose Adam, so. Um, no foul. No foul. <laughs> 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 well, you guys are familiar with foul or no foul. You've both been on plenty of times. You both know the rules, but for anyone who's listening who doesn't know the rules, uh, foul or no foul, I'm basically going to throw some statements at you guys really quick. Like I said, I don't have a bunch of them. I just have a couple. Um, if If you agree with what I say in the statement, there is no foul. Get it? You're not throwing a foul. There's nothing bad happening. Um, if you think the statement is incorrect, wrong, you don't like it, then you're calling a foul on the play. You blow the whistle. You throw the flag. You don't like it. Foul. All right. So you gentlemen are clear on this, correct? Got it. It's that time again. Let's play another round of foul or no foul. Listeners at home, in your car, at work, I hope you get it. Hope you get it. They Please, got it. Don't be the confused ones. Um, right. You're all smart. You're, you're listening to a Scott Fishbowl episode. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the first one, um, Kelsey or Reed will have a better Scott Fishbowl scoring season over Gronk. Injuries being considered. Foul or no foul. Josh, you can go first. Well, I, Kels is probably the safest bet out of those three to play 16 games, so so I don't hate that. And and the thing about Reed's injury is with the concussion, it's not like it's a hamstring. If he's on the field, you you assume that he's he's ready to go. He's not going to be in decoy mode. So right. no foul. No I, foul. I like that. I like it. Jason, what do you think, man? Yeah, I'll, I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to go no foul, and I'll say both of them out to our Gronk this Ooh. year in this format. Man, Gronk. I don't think I'll own Gronk. I don't think I'll own Gronk. I don't see myself pulling that trigger unless he gets to maybe, you know, what, the third round? Yeah, that's that's right. We're at like 211, 212, 301. I feel pretty good about Gronk right there. Yeah, and I'm not going to be picking until 309 or whatever. So if he makes it there, then sure, but. The, the ADP I'm looking at, this is completely unhelpful, says he will go somewhere between 3 and 30. So. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I have as high as 2 and as late as 35. So. Yeah. But you both feel more Thanks comfortable You both feel more comfortable taking Kelsey and Reed over Gronk, regardless of what you're talking about, right? Regardless of ADP, you like, them, you like both of them over him. When, when, I do. When I you're considering so. injuries and everything. I, you know what? To be honest, if somebody right before me takes takes Gronk and I'm looking at Kelsey, I think I feel better about that. Like letting somebody else take that risk. Right. Yeah. He he could totally be the separator if he plays even uh, twelve games, thirteen games. He's probably worth it. But I think I'm okay with somebody else taking that. Gotcha. All right. The next one. I actually seen this. Um, I want to say. Elliot Christ and maybe Scott Barrett or someone made this bet on Twitter today. Um, so Jay Ajaye will have a better, I'm going to say Scott Fishbowl season, since that's what we're talking about here. Uh, Scott Fishbowl scoring season over Jordan Howard. Foul or no foul. And Jason, you can go first. You know, this is an easy no foul for me. <laughs> a, you're going to give me my dolphin. And B, you're going to give you're going to put him against the guy that I've been talking about since I think March that I don't like or is too high. Easy Ajayi, and I'm. I don't even think I'm that high on Ajayi compared to most of the others. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I think. I think we might see a little bit more out of Drake this year in the pass catching role, so Ajayi doesn't get as many uh, overall touches. But I'll still take him over Howard. Easy. No nice. foul. Josh, do you agree with this I, man? I, 
I don't feel like I could lean heavily one way or the other. Jordan Howard was was great last year on a Bears team that wasn't very good. So I mean, why can't he? Why can't he at least give Ajay a run for his money? Yeah, no foul. You you could pick either one of those guys and make an argument. Okay, I'm going Jordan Howard on you suckers. All right, I don't trust Ajay, guys. So I'm taking. That's gross. I don't trust Ajay. I don't trust no dolphin. No, I'm, so, I'm just messing with you. That's just, <laughs> that's just me being, you know, I'm in yeah, South that's Florida. Sure. I got to get these that's guys right. riled up a little bit. So, so Jordan Howard, right? What, what else is there on that offense to back that defense up? Cameron I don't Meredith. know. Cameron Meredith. On. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Which one's, which one's throwing the ball? Well, if, if Trubisky hits, right, if Trubisky turns into 2017 Dak Prescott, then the Bears look like geniuses, and Jordan Howard's probably just as good as he was last year. I, mm. You know, it, it seems like an easier – I, I didn't hear it. That's the grossest thing you've said all night. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Ajayi probably has a more likely path to, to at least repeating – we know what Ryan Tannehill is, and we're not—we don't need him to be fantastic. I, I, I would go, I would go Ajay over Howard, but I would not be just shocked if if they went like, you know, RB seven and RB eight or RB, you know, just close together. Yeah, you guys see how Fowler Nofow brings the gross side out of people. Yeah, Josh is gross. This 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 is the part of the episode where people who are listening decide which one of you they really like. The 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 bone on bone that is happening in JHI's knee is gross. Yeah, exactly. No one, no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk about that <laughs> knee. We can talk about his knee. It's all right. There's not much there. Let's run him into the ground. <laughs> yeah, I'm you not going to say he's like, going to be right in four or five years, but he's got yeah, another one under ten. Yeah, I I sold him in Dynasty too soon, but in redraft, like. He's probably great this year, and next year, who knows? He may be great yeah. again next year. And, and honestly, how good is any running back for more than two years? So this knee thing may be a, a non-factor. More so than his knee, give me Pouncey playing center for the Dolphins for at least the 12-14 games, and we'll be a lot better. Check those numbers when Pouncey's yeah. in. Yeah. No, I I know when 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 that O line was right, he was just he was crazy. He was picking up like eight yards a run. That's that's not what it was. It was not eight yards a run, but it looked like it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that Bears O line ain't too shabby. So no, that's true. Sure, that's true. Not I just think shabby. Howard's going to see a lot more, more like you know stack boxes than a Jaya will, I believe. No, I got you. Yeah, and Brian <laughs> Hoyer is underrated. They they had. They had yeah. better quarterbacks under center than people realized last year. And I don't know, McLennan and Trubisky, maybe maybe they're as good, but Hoyer, Hoyer is not bad. Gotcha. I'll give you Hoyer, but it sounded like that was plural. So <laughs> don't give Barkley any credit. Come on. Oh, come on. Yeah, uh, I, I started Barkley in a championship game in one of my leagues, and he crapped the bed so badly. And to make things worse, I had Colin Kaepernick on the bench who scored. Uh, he had a QB one week. And, how do, and I don't know. How do you get to the championship game with Kaepernick and Barkley on Be- your team? Because everything else. Because everything else, right? I mean. I mean, I that, hope so. I mean, I guess. That's wow. the opportunity. Josh, Josh damn near went no QB in that draft. 
That was a dynasty league. I mean, <laughs> that sounds like two waiver ads. <laughs> it was. It, it absolutely was. That's the beauty wow. of every league, man. It's so different. And that's the greatest thing about the Scott Fishbowl is every division is so different. All right. I knew you guys were going to get riled up over that. Um, again, people are judging you guys, just so you know. Um, the, the next one is the last one I want to throw at you guys. Um, I'm not sure there'll be much of a debate here or if there will be. I don't know. But Matt Ryan cannot repeat last season's production. You can look at this as Scott Fishbowl or just regular. It's all really the same at this point. Um, Matt Ryan cannot repeat last season's production. Josh. Oh, no, no foul. I did. I, I did this because I knew that you were, you had a you know moment about this on Twitter. Yeah. Matt, Matt Ryan's going to go back to being Matt Ryan. He's, he's going to be 17 points per week, but the good thing about him is he's so consistent that we're going to know this within the first two or three weeks. And if he comes out of the gate screaming, scoring, you know, middle QB one type numbers, I, I'm going to say he's back. And, and you can ride it all season because he's consistent enough, if nothing else. Hard to argue. Jason? I mean, it's no foul. Uh, he definitely comes back a little bit, but I think maybe you see Julio get that bump where, you know, Kyle Shanahan had Ryan spreading it around a little bit more last year. And maybe this year you see a little bit more, uh, you know, hard targets to Julio feeding him a lot more. So Ryan comes back a little bit, but maybe Julio gets that bump back up. Gotcha. Fair. Yeah. So you both I, are kind of on the same page. Kind of. A little, little bit. A little bit. Sarkeesian's even talking about targeting Julio in the red zone. I don't, I don't know if this is if this is a thing that can be done. <laughs> but I would Sounds love like to the see smartest somebody coach try ever. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, why didn't we think of this earlier? Super tall guy. One of the best wide receivers in the league. But inside the 20, we don't look at him. Yeah. Terrible idea. Go yeah. away from that. <laughs> Let's throw the ball to Tevin Coleman. <laughs> Where's the new at when you need him? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Taylor Gabriel, guys, watch out. Get out of here. Oh, wow. Taylor Gabriel hate. All right. That's fine. That's fine. By the way, before we sign this off, I do have to mention that Adam did message me on Twitter after he got disconnected. He put, he said to me, and I'm off. Ugh. And he said, have fun without me, fellas. Well, Adam, we did. It, we did, yeah, Adam. He, he tried. Yeah. He gave it a good effort. I mean, we didn't record all of the, the failed attempts at reconnecting <laughs> before the show started. but Giving away he, the spoils. He gave it a good shot. He did. He gave it a good shot. We, we, we miss you, Adam. We miss you. We appreciate it. the effort, buddy. I mean, to be fair, we didn't know he was gone at first. We were like, Adam? Adam? And I don't know what that speaks well, to. Well, you had muted him at one point. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Adam, we missed you on the end of the episode, man. We missed you, but it's okay. It's okay. What we'll do is I want to let you guys plug whatever you want to plug just to tell people where to find you. Before you do that, I will speak for Adam. Um, find him at the other FF guy. It's very simple. Just how it sounds at the other FF guy. Um, Adam's been writing for a bunch of different places, man. Player profiler recently, gridiron experts, um, obviously contributing here at Clock Dodger. So check him out at all those different places. Um, follow him on Twitter. The young buck is on a rise. Um, Josh, where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JC Crocker, and I'm just writing for Clock Dodgers. That's that's me. You can find me there. Sound like a smart man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is what it is. That's where I'm at. <laughs> It's the right place to be at, man. You keep your talents where they're at. Um, <laughs> and Jason, where can they find you at, man? 
Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, FL2DrinkMinimum. Uh, starting to get on a little bit more and interact with some crazy cats that are on there. Uh, only right for the clock dodgers, so two out of three of us ain't bad that Man, are doing a smart thing. Smart guys maybe, around here. Maybe Adam will finally catch up on board, but <laughs> that's all right. Keep, keep flirting out there with those other cats. <laughs> um, doing some uh, you know rookie stuff and got the, the DFS uh, golf with my brother. That's been pretty fun. Also, Fantasy Life app, two drink minimum. Usually in the Clock Dodgers chat, come holler at me. Yeah, man, Josh, these guys, man, these contributors at Clock Dodgers do. We got, we got Pat's ace. He's writing about NASCAR DFS. We got Jason here and his brother Tim Too Fresh writing about golf DFS. Man, this is craziness, is it not, Josh? Yeah, I, I'm glad to see a little bit more coming up on the website. That's that's good. Yeah, NASCAR and DFS. I I definitely couldn't write about the NASCAR or the golf DFS. So I'm glad yeah, they can yeah. because I. You know, definitely don't got the chops for that. It, it's interesting. Uh, Rotodoc seems to just kill it in, in NASCAR DFS. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's something that's worth looking into. For sure. There's some good stuff out there, man. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming on, as always. This was fun. Um, you know, we lost Adam, which sucks, but he got his – he said his piece on here. Um, as far as coming back, we're definitely going to do this again and – Adam, hopefully we'll make the whole episode next time, but we want to do this following the draft. So I'm trying to think. We can, we can make this a couple times, actually, right? We could do following the draft, um, then maybe like a mid-season update, and then an end-of-season update. Your seasons will all end before mine, so understandably, but maybe I could do, <laughs> yeah. like, maybe I could do like a playoff episode by myself or something. That's, you know, that's fine. Um, but, you know, we could definitely keep revisiting this, and, you know, as long as you guys aren't embarrassed at where you're at at that point. Um you know, we'll say you had mic difficulties or something if it if it comes down to it. But, pulling Adam, we're yeah, gonna call it yeah, you're pulling pulling an Adam. If if you're not doing good in the Scott <laughs> Fishbowl in future episodes, you could do pulling Adams. Okay, pulling an Adam. Yeah. How, however annoying I may be at this point, if I make the playoffs in SFB, that's going up to ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And by the way, guys, please um, check out Josh's Twitter. He I don't think he has it up as his Abby, but he has a sweet little mermaid shirt. Um, which I definitely recommend you checking out. I think you tweeted it out, right, man? Yeah, I tweeted it at some of the people in my division, yeah. Yeah, this dude is full-blown committed to the aerial division. So um, check out the Little Mermaid shirt. Hopefully Jason gets a Moana shirt. I mean, um, I watch Moana like every night with my daughter. Does that count? That sort of counts. Do you know any of the songs? You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, we're gonna, I'm That's gonna, all I got. Can we get a full I ballad? Can we get a full ballad from nah. you? No, you you tame my beers down. If you don't let me go from the time I got home, I'd have, I'd have give you the whole thing because you know I know it. Yeah, I know you know it. <laughs> What's your favorite song on Moana? At least right, give us that. This isn't going to make any sense, but it's the one that I don't really know how to pronounce the words to. It's like the Hawaiian song where they're on the boat. Okay. Like my daughter gets down to that and just starts laughing. So like <laughs> it just makes me laugh. I like they're like one. dancing. Like I do the dance with her and everything. Yeah, I like, I like the one with the crab or whatever it is. Oh, you like that weird crab, dude? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good song. That's that New Zealand singer comedian guy. Yeah, I Google all that's these people trip. and stuff, and I hear the songs. I'm like, man, this person's pretty good. Who is this? I Google them all, man. That's but that yeah. flight of the Concords, dude. <laughs> yeah, crazy. It's good stuff. This weekend, I was on. Um, I, I took two of my nieces for a ride on the the four wheeler, uh, like you know, just out in pastures, and they were singing Moana songs. As nice. we're like, yeah, going up and down the hills. So it was it was pretty fun. Okay, that sounded pretty badass. Like I can't top that. I was out on a four wheeler in the pastures in the hills. I mean, come on, man. 
That was awesome. There's no pastures or hills around me, and I don't have a four wheeler, so I can't. Swamps, do swamps, swamps, crocodiles. <laughs> yeah, Dang, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> I'm definitely you know, not going down there. up here, buddy. You got to come to North Florida. Watch yeah. out. South Florida is just flat. Y'all, y'all flat as shit. <laughs> We're flat. <laughs> just flat roads. Uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you guys for coming on again. Um, everybody, check them out in their respective locations on their Twitter handles. And well, like I said, we'll carry this through you guys. If you're not in the league, it's okay. You can come on this journey with us. Um, and we'll, we'll just keep updating you guys on the lines. Um, anything you guys want to go out on any shout outs, any love you want to send out there to anybody? Go ahead, Josh. Oh gosh. You know what? I, just this evening I was talking to, um, Jersey Jen, who supports a really good, a really good cause, which is the the social scene. It's it's only in in Jersey right now, but it's like a kind of an after school program for for people with special needs. And if you're feeling charitable, or or you have a, a person in your family who has special needs, maybe you're even in that area, you should give it a ch- you should check it out. It's a really great cause. Absolutely, and she sells like shirts and stuff for them. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're on a run right now or not, but she does bring it around. So follow her on Twitter. Uh, I think it's uh, FF Degenerate. If I got it yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Look at off the top of the dome, Jen. Come on, damn, I'm good. Sharp. I'm, I'm, I try, man. Get one of those shirts. I think she's got hoodies sometimes and stuff too. Um, definitely a friend of the of the podcast. So uh, help her out for sure. I don't know if Jason's gonna have anything even near how awesome that was, Josh. But I know, like, I totally should have went first. I told yeah. him to go first. You let him steal your up, thunder. So. Now you're like, shit. What <laughs> like, I mentioned? I was gonna say something cool. You're gonna be like, hi mom. Fast, so. Yeah. Oh, hi mom. Yeah, my mom's totally listening to this. <laughs> What's up, mom? But uh, let's just let's go back to fantasycares.net, and I'll kind of keep in that theme. So I don't sound like an asshole. <laughs> and uh let's hook let's hook john bosch up out there let's let's go get in those leagues and hit that money up at fantasy cares and let's see how much money we can raise i think what they say last year they made almost six grand for toys for tots and that kind of stuff and they're shooting for 10 grand this year but let's let's go to 12 you know let's double what we did last year let's bump it up why not man? you will not have more fun giving money to charity than than playing in one of these these john bosch fantasy care leagues they're fantastic <laughs> those are limited exactly. leagues are awesome we definitely recommend it. They're fun. They're fun. They're awesome. And you can go against celebrities. Like That's in air quotes, by the way. Yeah. I put that shit up. <laughs> because Neil's in there. So yeah. air quotes, celebrities. I wish it could have changed that for me. I wish there was like something else besides celebrity. Like if there no, were other choices. You know what? Good it's for perfect you for you, dude. being willing to participate in yeah. it, man. That's what matters. Yeah, it's all for the it's cause. It's extra fuel for the fire to give you shit. I didn't tell you guys. There's like an actual celebrity running my account. I didn't want to tell you. So he, he acts to be re- nameless. So Is this that's like a Pete Manzelli situation? So well. <laughs> you that shit wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the celebrity wants to remain nameless. You know how you don't want to tell people about your charity donations and stuff. So um, there is someone there, guys. Don't worry. So it's not me. Got a stunt double for your celeb- yeah. celebrity. And that way, if I lose, I'm like, it wasn't actually me losing, guys. It was a celebrity. Oh, damn. I don't want to go out Smart in week man. one. I just don't want to go out week one and I'll be happy. That's like my only Oh, thing. it's going to be so awesome when you lose week one. Nah. It's going to happen to somebody. Nah, not to me. Yeah, one of the celebrities is definitely going out week one. I'll put $10 on it. I won't go out week one. If I lose week one, I will put $10 more into that charity. Thing. And I know it's not a lot of money, but to me it is, guys. I think I think all the celebrities should do that. So I'm calling that out. John Bosch, hook that up. Any celebrity out week one, extra 10 bucks. 10 or more, whatever you got. We'll measure your bank yeah. account. If you're a big yeah, time status, go. we're going to ask for more. Yeah, Mark Har- Harmon's got to feel like a grand or something. Yeah, yeah, we're going to need a lot from you, Harmon. Another friend of the show. <laughs> Just dropping names here. 
<laughs> that NFL.com money. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's big time, man. It's big time money. It's big time. CloudDodgers.com money. Yeah, wait for that, guys. Just wait. Just wait. It's I won't. Coming. We won't disclose it's that. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. All right, guys. We'll chip in for the <laughs> We'll chip in for my ten dollars. <laughs> any contrib- any contributor at CloudDodgers.com has to chip in for my ten if I lose week one. Go fund me account. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. This is crazy. We lost Adam a long time ago. Now we got to lose us. I appreciate it. I'm going to end this thing. You guys have a great night. I got you too, Neil. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. So, guys, that was it. That was the conversation. I want to thank Adam, Jason, Josh again for hanging with me. I want to thank Scott Fish for including us all in the Scott Fish Bowl. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for getting this far with us. Again, if you're new to the podcast, if you're just listening specifically because it's Scott Fishbowl content or whatever the case is, please subscribe to the podcast. We, we love having you around. Let us know you enjoyed it. We, you know, we have a lot of great stuff coming. I promise you there's a lot of great stuff coming. CloudDodgers.com is a spot for all kinds of content. We have guys who are now doing NASCAR DFS, golf DFS articles. Um, of course, that means other sport DFS articles are coming. Um, we have guys who are writing about fantasy football. But beside all that, we also have guys who are writing about other stuff. We got the YouTube channel that's starting off. Um, we got Instagram, Twitter, Periscope. All is going to have more content as we as we keep moving along here. But if you're not already following, we keep it nice and simple for you guys. It's at Clock Dodgers on all of them. Um, there's the Facebook fan page for Clock Dodgers. If you guys aren't already, uh, if you guys aren't, aren't already a fan of that and like that, um, all, all these things, just connect with us in all these places. Because the reason I do this, the reason we do this, is to connect with each other. It's like the most important part of this to build the family, to keep making it bigger and bigger, to get this Clock Dodger mindset out to as many people as possible. We can only do it through word of mouth, uh, through people who support, who love what we do, and just continue to expand upon it. So if you're interested in contributing in any way, shape, or form, please hit me up at one of those social media locations. Or if you want to keep it real personal, you can email me at clockdodgers at gmail.com. I'm cool with that as well. It's a pretty easy way to access me. So um, that's always an option. I know a lot of guys are looking for details on the ring league. We're going to do one league. I've tried, I've, I've shirt up a lot of the details. We're going to do one league. The winner of the charity league will get a ring for free from official uh, fantasyrings.com. They are sponsoring this charity contest through Clock Dodgers exclusively. So I want to uh, big up them again. Thank them for, for doing that. If you guys don't follow them for some reason, official fantasy rings, do that on uh, at the fantasy rings on Twitter. I, I think it's the same on Instagram or official fantasy rings. I, f- I forget exactly how it is on, on Instagram, but follow them, visit the website, get some fancy ass rings for your leagues. It just spices things up, makes it a little fun. But for this case, they're doing it. They're sponsoring the Cloud Dodgers Podcast Charity League uh, to give you guys a free ring to the winner, of course. And what I'll do is I'm going to set up a. You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm going to set up with the PayPal. Have guys. I'm going to try to announce this probably on social media. So if you want to, I don't know which ones you guys are following, whether it's the Twitter, the Instagram, um, the different apps like Sleeperbot, Fancy Life app, all these things, but I'll put it on all of these things at the same time and give everyone a chance to get into it. Um, and basically the first people who donate to the charity will be in it. Um, I'm thinking about going 14 teams, 14, 16, if I really want to push it or we can get crazy, you know, but, um, you basically, you donate to the league, 
you donate to the charity and then the uh you'll be in the league it's really gonna be on some first come first serve type shit so i apologize to anybody who can't get in that one but again we do tons of charity leagues you know we do the eliminator league that we did that filled up pretty damn quick as well so it's you guys gotta understand when it's charity and it's stuff like this they just fill up fast people want to do good things clock dodgers are out here they want to do good things and so i can't like hold spots I can't. I'm sorry. So the more you interact with us, the more you're in tune with what we're doing. That's the benefit to it is you get into these things faster or quicker. You make the cuts or whatever you want to call it. Um, So if we don't if you don't make it, uh, don't worry about it. There's there's more opportunities later for other things. Um, So just be on the lookout. And to anyone who does make it, I love it. I appreciate it. Uh, We're going to have a lot of fun. So just be on the lookout on social media for those details. Um, If you're interested in getting a clock dodger shirt, Hit up the link on the website, cloudodgers.com. Same goes for the wristband. They're only $5. Um, there's not really any profit involved in that, by the way, that goes to Cloud Dodgers. It's really just for the mail-in, the envelope, the making of the, of the wristband, stuff like that. Um, but with the shirts, sometimes there's a little profit in, involved, and that goes back into Cloud Dodgers, whether it's for these contests or for the charities, depending on what they're designated for at the time. Um, but go ahead and get those. If, if you have Cloud Dodger wristbands, shirts, hoodies, whatever it is. If you send me a picture, I will use that on either the website, on Instagram, on all these things. So just a heads up, if you want your beautiful mug out there, (laughs) your beautiful face, just go ahead and uh, send me a picture. I will use it. So you will be put on blast. They will know your damn face. Um, Other than that, guys, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really need to hit on before I go forward. I do know that um, for those who have been asking um, about no halftime. They are coming back in the fold again this year for the fantasy football season. So they will be a sponsor of the cloud Dodgers podcast again. And of course that, of course that's happening. We love no halftime. You guys love no halftime. A whole bunch of clock Dodgers signed up last year for no halftime. So if you haven't done that yet, just wait, hold off on it. I have to get you guys like a, uh, promo code or something to let when, when, when we kick it off, I'll, I'll have that information for you, but they will be back in the fold for those who are interested. Um, if you do have any suggestions or anything for those guys, if you played last year, um, shoot those to me, I can always get that information over to them and they can try to, uh, help improve. You know, that's what we're all trying to do. If you got, if you got feedback for me, send that to me too. Don't hold out. I need to know guys. I need to know these things. Um, so yes, yeah, I'm excited. They're back in the fold. Also, oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. Um, let me get that information for you really quick. The, um, I was talking on, uh, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to some guys, some guys to get you guys the hookup. All right. You guys know I'm always, 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 trying to figure out ways to help clock dodgers out there whether it's deals whether it's just advice whether it's you know things to point you guys towards what i did do is i spoke to fantasy football 24 7 they are on they're on twitter and everything if you go to uh they're on twitter they're at, at fantasy ranks and they actually do this uh these draft boards they make these really cool draft boards and what what happened is me and them spoke and we decided to put a little promo code together for you guys if you're interested in using a draft board for your league it's it's pretty damn cool. It makes it's, it's a step up. It makes things look a little cooler. Um, so what? So what I did is we spoke to each other and we made it happen. Where there's the promo code Dodgers D O D G R S. Uh, you can type that in however you feel like it. Doesn't have to be capitalized. It can be capitalized if you want to get fancy. Um, and what you guys get is 10 percent off any order on their site. But I'm only gonna do. We're only doing this exclusively 
for like one week type of exclusive. So if you really want to use the draft board to kind of to kind of up the ante and make things cooler and more fun in your league, then then go for it. 10% off. Um, Dodgers is the promo code. You just want to visit their site and uh, order that draft board. Let me see if I um, – let me get you guys the actual uh, website link. It's 24-7 or 2-4-7, I should say, 247fantasyfootball.com. Go there. Use the promo code Dodgers. I'm only letting you – we're only letting this happen for one week. One week. If you message me and say, I need another week, please, can you push it back a little bit? That's fine. Hit me up. Maybe we can make that happen. But for now, I just want to make this a one-week exclusive. Dodgers, D-O-D-G-E-R-S at 247fantasyfootball.com, 10% off any order. Any order. Yeah, see, man, I love you guys. I love you guys. I really love you. You can't whisper back. I can't hear you. I know you're saying it right now in your end, but I, I really can't hear you. It doesn't work that way yet. Yet. I'm, I'm sure it's coming where I can hear you just like you hear me. But it's not here yet, I promise. Cloutdodgers.com. That's the website. We're on every podcast and app you can think of. If I missed one, please let me know, and we'll try to make that happen. iHeartRadio, iTunes, wherever you're listening, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play. We appreciate you. We love you. Guys, as always, this is Neil. I'm signing off. Be kind, be great, keep dodging. Later. Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at ClockDodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.